0: Good day, you are listening to a special interview series hosted by Free City Radio that is taking place in collaboration with a conference and concert in Montreal called Music and Anti-Fascism, Reflections on the Past and Possibilities in the Present. So this is an interview series that I'm hosting um, in collaboration with this conference I'm Stefan Christoph and host Free City Radio. Uh, We, of course, are a weekly radio program and podcast. This interview series is basically conversations I've had with artists reflecting on their own creative practice, but also their relationship to activism. These interviews feature musicians who are joining a concert in July 2022 as part of this conference. And I wanted to take the opportunity to speak with artists about their practice, their work and the intersections between their musical ideas and their musical practices and activism within this time of urgency when it comes to struggles for justice, when it comes to struggles against fascism internationally. It was great to get to record these interviews with an awesome set of artists here in the city in Montreal. In this interview, I had the chance to speak with Dongwon Kim, who is a Korean percussionist. He is a professor of traditional Korean music and has been involved in street level activism for many decades. Going back to the US backed dictatorship in South Korea, where he was arrested and held as a political prisoner uh, for three months within the context of mass protests against the repression that was taking place at the time of student and worker movements who are calling for more democracy in South Korea and economic justice. Dongwon Kim uh, speaks about the contemporary realities on the Korean Peninsula and efforts that he has been involved in to draw attention to The division of Korea and the movements on both sides of the dividing line to build for a united Korea, um, a process that's often taking place outside of the halls of power. Uh, Dong Wong gives some context to the social movements implication in this struggle for unification in Korea and speaks about his work as a musician. It was really a pleasure to speak with him, and I'll just leave our conversation to be with you here. Thank you. Okay, so basically I did a series of interviews with um, musicians who participated in this conference to speak with them about their practice, their involvement in activism. I watched your presentation, uh, and I took notes, and it was... Um, excellent Um, it was great to also see the historical perspective that you gave going back to the, the dictatorship so i'll just ask you a few questions about what you presented and your music is that cool yes please okay great respect respect so First, just to start, can you introduce yourself uh, and speak a bit about your your practice as a musician and someone who's also participating in social protest movements in Korea?
1: My name is Dongwon Kim. Uh, I'm a Korean, basically I'm a Korean a traditional percussionist and also music educator, improviser. Uh, at the moment, I'm a member of a a uh, Silk Road ensemble founded by Yo-Yo Ma, the cellist. And, and at the moment, I'm teaching at uh, Wonkwang Digital University in South Korea. And uh, yeah, teaching Korean traditional music is uh, my main job. And, uh, but uh, when I was uh, early 20s, uh, uh, I was a political prisoner. After playing music at a, someone's funeral, uh, this young man was killed by policeman, tear gas, uh, grenade. And uh, yeah, I played music for his, at his funeral, but I was arrested arrested for the reason, and I, I was impre- imprisoned. Not very long time, just three months. And then, actually it changed my life. Actually it made me to devote into music. Because, uh, you know, uh, by the experience, by the experience, uh, I found that, actually my biggest, Question while I was in the prison was uh, What is the relationship with me and the young victim and the music I never met the person but but once I heard the his death I was so sad and angry and uh, but as a musician the only thing I could do was uh, playing music at his funeral that was uh, maybe how I value his uh, you know sacrifice but I was arrested I was punished and I was imprisoned and uh, so I was so curious about why am I here <laughs> in this uh, solitary uh, four by six foot solitary cell and with a lot of pain, with a severe, uh, how do you say, the lack of sleep, uh, amnesia? Yeah, and <clears throat> you know, because I, I I couldn't sleep, I couldn't sleep properly because of pain and because of uh, fear, actually. You know, as soon as I fall asleep, I see the, all the faces, you know, all the angry faces, policemen's faces, who punished at me, and uh, and uh, but long story short, and uh, I have to tell you that at least I was able to find. I was able to find that fact that music could be my voice toward the society. That was a very valuable moment uh, in the prison cell. And it changed my life.
0: I think that a lot of people aren't aware of the history of the dictatorship in South Korea and the fact that there were mass protests. A lot of them led by worker organizations in the 1980s. I think um, when. And the university students. Of course. Thank you. Uh, And when we think about Korea today uh, and the division of the Korean Peninsula, um, to think about this history as connected to the fact that Korea is divided, right? And the actions that you've been involved in recently to challenge that division have been, you know, very um, much touching on music, but also this political history. For people who aren't aware, can you talk about how the dictatorship in South Korea was challenged by social movements, by students, by workers, but also how that dictatorship really was central to solidifying the division of the Korean Peninsula.
1: It's quite long story. Uh, even if we are talking about, at least we have to talk about the beginning of the 20th century. Uh, you know, uh, the, in, two, in 1910, we were, we were uh, Korea was occupied by Japan. And we became uh, the colony of Japan. And then the people of korea were suppressed a lot and and uh, uh, in 1919 there were kind of a national wide big protest against uh, colonial dictatorship of course it was failed you know the the people were unarmed but you know so many people were arrested and missed and killed however you know the most of this kind of a public uh, protest against the dictatorship mostly failed but sometimes we succeed and but you know the we in korea we we had this expression the independent day came to us like a thief, which means at the end of the World War II, all of a sudden we suppressed, we suppressed Korean people were independent because the war was ended by you know, the U.S. and their allies. And then, so Soviet Union occupied northern part of Korean Peninsula, and U.S. occupied southern part of Korean Peninsula. And without our agreement, they divided this one country in two. And uh, that was another beginning of a huge suffering. My mother was a North Korean refugee. The she, When she escaped from North Korea to South Korea because she was Christian. She was 10. And since then, she couldn't go back. And no phone call, no mail. And we are... and, And since 19... 19- Forty-eight. Until now, we are still under severe uh, military tension, and uh, we blame—I have to blame—about uh, blame the uh, stupid ideology. There is nothing valuable than peace. Peace allows us to be free, and the peace allows us, we can produce something new, and we can take care of each other. Peace is the most valuable thing. And then, in the peace, we can play music, we can make music we could console each other by playing music anyway and then you know the, during the korean war 1950s uh, most of the thing was uh, broken destroyed by the war and many people millions of people were killed and missed and and more than 10 million korean people were divided in by the North and South Korea and separated, tragic separation. And uh, and then, you know, South the, the actually the U.S. government put uh, made a, a puppet government in South Korea, and then of course they became dictators. And then after in the 1960 there were coup d'état, and then you know this another military uh, military dictatorship suppressed people a lot but we uh, young people or the people who believes in democracy we never give up although the dictatorship government uh, killed us arrested us kidnapped us but we never gave up. So, uh, in nineteen eighties, uh, that was the maybe that was the uh, highlight of uh, dictatorship, or so the end of a uh, dictatorship. And I was in the middle
0: of that chaos. When we think about um, the idea of peace, there was um, at that time peace through repression uh, in the South, but the the peace was resulting in a lot of protest and the imposed silencing of people who wanted a united Korea, people who wanted a uh, more uh, ec- economically just society. The student movements and workers movements at the time were talking about that issue. Um, even environmental issues, um, so this idea that um, that a piece can be imposed, that a piece is not shared, you know um, if you could just talk about that period a bit more because I think people don't really know about you know the the moment that you became a prisoner when you were playing music at this protest, can you talk talk a bit more about the fact that um, there the, di- the dictatorship really was silencing these protests um, and it was a repressive attempt to silence um, uh, these movements and that included musicians. The dictators
1: uh, they what they most afraid of was a uh, crowd. When there is a crowd uh, they, look into the crowd suspiciously and because they know the crowd must be against uh, the, the crowd will sooner or later will uh, uh, turn into protesters and uh, another political demonstrations and we in South Korea actually in Korean history Uh, There is a long history that musicians serve the protest to encourage each other, to make strong uh, bondage in protest. We serve the protest by, especially in this case, mostly we play drumming and singing. Yeah. Yeah, singing and drumming, the most powerful and also most fundamental musical elements and also most portable yeah and, and very loud so uh, that's why uh, they that all those you know dictatorship governors they really hate the drummers because the drumming when there is a drumming it became a signal all of a sudden the, the you know they there, there, there were a hundred of people you know come along with the drumming and start to shout slogans and sing the protesting songs and and then soon they'll the, the policemen will, Shoot the tear gas grenade. And, and but maybe 10 15 minutes later, somebody, if somebody plays drama game, we, we combine together. And we failed all the time, most of the time, but we never give up. And uh, that was possible because you know the in Korean culture we have uh, this kind of a discipline if we can deliver better future we can endure this pain at this moment we have this discipline actually You know that's why uh, during the pandemic period, the you know the scientifically proven that South Korea was number one country, which has the uh, the 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 the, the least uh, least how to say least damage by the pandemic, and uh, the fastest recovery from the pandemic, because. It's very simple, very, we have a very empathetic, empathetic uh, discipline. Some such like uh, wearing masks, a vac- high rate of a vaccination. You know, we, the, you know, the, we care others by wearing masks. This is painful and boring and, you know, I- irritating. But by you know enduring this uh, suffering, if we the we think we can bring better future, that's why you know that's why that was the kind of another strong engine for the protest during all those times, and even if my generation cannot. Get that fruit, fruit. My next generation can take the fruit. Yeah, you know, that's you know, it's kind of a long-term protest.
0: Respect, respect. No, thank you. Um, thank you, respect. Um, about the um, there's a lot to go over, but just to underline, when the repression was happening in the South, uh, South Korea the Western countries were supporting the di- di- dictatorship. Um, yes. I think people might not remember that, so I just wanted to underline this issue.
1: You know, the, the, especially the U.S. government, they have been supporting the dictatorship government from uh, 1940s to uh, end of 1980s. And after that, you know, at, at the end, it, actually, we had the first success, first victory in democracy in 1987, you know, around my prison time. So since then, actually, that was the first year that we Recover. Reco- that was the, reco- the first year of a recovery uh, the to vote the president presidential election before that we had no civil right to vote for the presidents so it was a turning point since then the i now I can tell you that very proudly I can tell you that South Korea became the most uh, South Korea must be the only country which has the uh, most successful economy and the most successful democracy, at the same time, amongst uh, hundreds of countries independent since World War II. So, we know how valuable the democracy is because we have fought for it. We have sacrificed for it. So, yeah, at this moment we have a new government, uh, new president who is very extreme right and uh, very stupid uh, K-Trump kind of a president. K-Trump, I can't can't believe this term. (laughs) Anyway, but uh, we never give up.
0: Respect. Um, So just to talk a bit about the music projects um, around the DMZ, Um, so I know Yeah, and I'm sure that there was many other moments where, you know, musicians, including yourself, have challenged uh, the division of Korea. Um, Just to think, you talked about how people power in Korea resulted in stronger democratic traditions, and that's so valuable and, and, like, respect. Thanks for sharing that. Can you talk about how people power has been part of challenging the division of Korea and how you've been part of that through music? I'm thinking also like women's groups. Like, I know that there's that group, uh, Korean Women for Peace, you know, that have gone to the DMZ to challenge the division. Uh, So, yeah, could you talk a bit about the ways that you as a musician have been part of, including the project with Yo Yo Ma, but as part of a wave of challenging? The division.
1: Thanks for asking about it. Uh, You know, DMZ is like a 155 miles long scar in Korean Peninsula. It's such a shame. It's a symbol of a pain, a symbol of division, symbol of separation, and symbol of all those historical suffering happened in 20th century so uh, the, there were so many activism you know uh, against that division s- such as uh, uh, you know uh, there were uh, how to say it, the film festival in DMZ They'll have, have been music festival in DMZ. It was all about peace. And also, uh, there were so many protesters who wants to uh, make some political gestures and demonstrations in DMZ. But it is very, always very, very difficult because it's a highly protected uh, by military forces. So actually, it's uh, quite dangerous to do something, you know, some, some kind of political demonstration there. However, uh, so many uh, people from democratic, uh, democratic part of South Korea, though, uh, we always do something very cultural and musical activism uh, in the D- in DMZ, along the D V T M Z
0: Thank you for sharing that. Um, I think this is great. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for speaking speaking with me. Thank you. Thank you.